welcome to Maiden Speech. My name is Monica Ferguson, portrait photographer and self-love advocate from New Zealand. Each week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to uplift and empower you. Thanks for hanging out. Now let's get into it. Hey friends, it's Monica here and welcome to another episode of Maiden Speech. It was my absolute thrill to have Jono come back on. You may have heard our previous podcast that we did about six or eight weeks ago. Um, and this time I got to talk to him about purpose and why and when things change and being in that uncomfortable space when you're kind of in between things, you're not really sure what's going on and, and self-worth and everything good. So this episode was brought to you by Monica Ferguson Photography. And stay tuned, guys. This is a great one to listen to. Round two, no technical difficulties this time. <laughs> are we good? Are we good? Are you, do you promise? You pinky, pinky promise? I, I mean, I can try. <laughs> that's all I can. That's all I can offer. <laughs> do you know what? That's actually like that's actually totally like um, being a stinky dumb male just blaming you for the damn well could have been me. Like for all we know. It was probably me, let's face it. It <laughs> wasn't. This, is, this always happens in this town, so that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Anyway, thank you so much for your perseverance. All right. No worries. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm really, uh, I, I love that you've wanted to chat more about more things. It's like, we, you and I get on so well, and we could honestly just find us in the, you know how you find yourself in the weird part of the internet? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> like we have the like personification you know of that we just sort of find us in the ourselves in the weirdest conversations yeah. of humanity i love that though because you can't do that with everyone that's the thing when you can just be your authentic weird self and say these things that you think but you sort of think, <laughs> should i say that out loud yeah this is yeah i was gonna say put speak it on for yourself i can i can totally do that with anyone <laughs> <laughs> i believe that actually i totally believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was quite funny the progression of the topic for today's podcast because it started with a series of rambling voice messages and I think I said mm. I bet we could talk about anything that we could talk about tomatoes and make it interesting and then <laughs> and then we were talking about how um, and then we got all deep and meaningful right as we do um tomatoes to you know how good are tomatoes though the natural yeah. progression tomatoes yeah. are very very good it's such <laughs> such a like diverse and abundant fruit i love it that's true anyway yeah. um so then we ended up talking about how in life and i think it's interesting the timing too because yes 2020 new year and goals and all this kind of stuff so it's interesting that things that came up now yeah but the whole thing of when everything changes change everything and then we were talking yeah. about purpose and why and all that sort of stuff and i am so excited about this yeah. because um i think that I love that we're coming at it from the approach that we actually have no idea what we're doing, you know, instead of, um, and yeah. because everyone is in the same boat. And that was the whole point of this podcast was to actually shed some light on these real things. Because if you go online, you'd think like you could look at what both of us are doing and think, Oh, they've got it together, you know, model and podcast and businesses and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, we're winging yeah. it just like everyone else, you know, follow totally. those kind of thing. And I think it's so yeah. cool that we can actually say, huh, life, like, <laughs> mm. what is your purpose and your why and why we do stuff and um, the reason to get out of bed and all that kind of thing. So obviously you're the right person to talk to about this. <laughs> well, I, I, I think mostly because 
I am in a really weird part of my life and I'm happy to talk about it. It is definitely, I'm, 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 I'm in a very vulnerable spot right now. If I'm, if I'm being really honest and I, I think um, I've been spending so much time lately pretending or putting on a facade that everything's fine and everything's okay. That it's just like, you know what, actually I'm old enough to know when I'm at the low part of my roller coaster ride of life. Yeah. And right now I've been kicked in the balls really, really hard. Yeah. And um, I'm not worried. Like I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm confident enough in my capabilities um, and, and who I am to, to know that this is just that point. And it, and it happens for all of us. And I, I think the first conversation that you and I should have should be around, it's just sort of a thought that I had in that. Um, I did an Instagram post on it, a huge reaction. It was about being alone. And it's like the world the world wants you to feel alone. People want you to feel alone. Like, um, but you don't have to be. And, 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 and also you're not <laughs> like, you're not actually ever really alone. And if you are on your own or single or whatever, then you are totally fine. Like you have more than enough, like you are totally capable and, and you have all the ingredients to make the cake. You just got to do it, you know, and maybe that is like being okay with yourself and being alone with yourself um, and being like, cool, I'm my own soulmate. I've got me. I look after myself and that's good. And, and finding some happiness in that, maybe you'll find hard is asking people for help, you know? So maybe, maybe if, if you're feeling alone or you're feeling like you have been kicked in the nuts, it's actually okay to sort of put your hand on your heart and think about, who is there for you and roll through that roller decks of all the people that actually really love you and would really, really want to help you if you were okay being vulnerable enough to ask for it. Yes. Oh, I love this vulnerability thing. Cause I honestly am in exactly the same spot as you right now. And this really, really limbo in between what's going on, what's the next move, all that kind of stuff. And it's so mm -hmm. interesting when you're, what happens to you when you're actually on your own, you know? And yeah. I think the, the biggest thing is that you're confronted with yourself. And this is why most people don't like to be alone. Um, because mm. actually sometimes you have to deal with things that you'd rather not deal with. And, but also like the vulnerability piece. Um, I know for me, I realized how, I, and I don't know if you believe in star signs and that kind of thing, <laughs> but I'm, a, um, I, I'm actually, I'm the, I'm, I'm such a dickhead when it comes to star signs, because I'm like, I like, I get some sense of comfort from going, no, there's no such thing as destiny. This is all just random. And, um, you know, we're just really, really smart monkeys who like learn how to cook food and, you know, have, have like some self-awareness. Um, <laughs> but then at the same time, I've got like a Sagittarius tattoo and like, I'm like, I'm so Sagittarius. It's not even funny. Yeah, so I, I was just going to say that. I'm such a cancer. I'm the biggest, <laughs> I'm the biggest hypocrite. Oh my God, you are such a cancer. Yeah. You yeah. actually are though. <laughs> I, that's it. You probably said, I will research Sagittarius after this. But um, the thing was. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm such a stereotypical Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And when you read cancer, yeah. the characteristics, it's just me, every single one of them. But the um, caring, nurturing, 
uh, creative, Emotional. kind, yeah. emotional. Yeah. yeah. My, um, my, my mum's a cancer. But the cancer thing about like the shell, you know, having the big shell and that you retreat. And I remember like years ago, a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine said to me, man, you can be like an ice queen. Like if someone wrongs you, um, like you can just totally pull away. And I'm like, but I'm, that's what I do. I'm a cancer. It's like, you poked me with a stick and I've retreated into my shell, you know? Right. It's like, but it's that thing of, um, yeah, being like, it's the, the hard shell, that kind of thing. And so people tend to look at me and think that I'm a lot tougher than I am um, because of right. the kind of persona that I, but the, the vulnerability bit where I realized recently in this interesting space that we both find ourselves, that I had thrown up a massive wall and so when I actually was alone, I really was alone. Like I actually isolated myself quite a lot and really shut down. And it was like, and then I just had to sit in it, you know, and like sit yeah. in what was going on. But um, this is the growth, man. This is the, where you feel stuff and you confront yourself and you choose again, you know, what's worked, what hasn't worked. And I think that these are the things that in even a few months from now, we will have another conversation and look back at this time and say, holy smokes, that was the best thing that could have happened because it redirected us here, here and here. We learned, you know, we grew so much in terms of emotional resiliency and being so much stronger. Um, mm. And you actually give yourself time to breathe instead of being in this busy, busy, busy kind of ego space of what am I doing and what do people think about me and how much have I, mm. you know, it's like you actually have to sit in your own worthiness and be like, I'm worthy even now, even when I don't have a big plan and I'm not sure what's happening, I still am enough, you know? That's how I feel anyway. Wow, yeah. Mon. <laughs> I've been thinking about um, it a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have, you've, been, you've been mulling over that. That's actually, that's actually really hit home for me a little bit because the, the first thing that's happened um, since I've left my job has been feeling of not being worthy like i'm been scrolling through jobs on seek you know in different cities and stuff like that and me when i was you know god when i was 28 um which you know it was just a couple of years ago i would have been like yep cool i could do that piece of cake <laughs> yo i could be this i could do that and sort of like having that confidence in my abilities but now now weirdly at this point i'm looking at all these jobs that i'm perfectly qualified for and going, oh, I can't do it. Like, what the hell is going on? But it's that sense of not feeling worthy and, and feeling kind of beaten down a bit. There is, um, um, you know, for, for me, it's like I stuck my neck out really. F I feel like I've stuck my neck out really far in so many ways in the last year. Um, and it's just left it so exposed to be chopped at and hacked at and, you know, and been bullied i've been harassed i've been um misunderstood um and it's and it's like a combination of all these different aspects it's just got me in this point now but i think what 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 actually you what you reminded me of when you're saying that is do you, do you know helen keller you know helen keller of course yeah of course you know helen keller everyone <laughs> knows helen keller um famously famously inspirational um but so she said and it's it's i try to think of this all the time she said life is either a daring adventure or nothing and sh this is coming from someone who's deaf blind mute and <laughs> and still 
and still able to inspire the world. So mm-hmm. it, she, she's saying you're either, the way I take that is you're either outside of your comfort zone, doing the things that scare you, being vulnerable, being scared, um, because that is where you're learning and growing as a human being. Yeah. That is the space that you have to be in to be changing and evolving and becoming better. Um, and that's where you also have the most fun, which is, which is cool. So I'm, I'm happily stepping right outside my comfort zone. Um, uh, as scared as I am, you know, and as, and as vulnerable as I feel, um, I, 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 you know, the part of, there's a part of my brain that's sort of just pushing me to be like, this is okay. And you can be, you, you can take your time, man. And you can feel uncomfortable, just do it. And because this is like you said, this is actually where we are growing as human beings. hundred percent. Yeah. And I feel like the need, and this is where we actually learn how to be really kind to ourselves as well, which we're not trained to do because we're, it often is so much about, yeah, what are we doing? And, and, che- and I, I think I probably ranted to you about this in our last podcast about like, you know, the checklist mm-hmm. and all the things that we should have and we should be doing it. I know for me, that never resonated with me, that life that so many people have, it never really felt like my life. Um, I think learning, like when you're down as well, isn't it so easy to be so hard on yourself and be like, I should be doing better, I should be doing this. But actually, it's the need to like hug yourself, you know, and like really and, and learn how to treat. Because if it was your best friend, you would do anything. You would bring them cups of tea, you'd give them a big cuddle, you'd take them out. But for you give us, them what they need. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's so much of it. And I was thinking to another movie quote. Um, did you watch Little Miss Sunshine? Have you seen that movie? Yes, good movie. Yeah, yeah, great movie. And there was a quote in it that I never forgot, which was about how, you know, you don't grow at all. You don't learn anything when it's easy. And yeah. I feel like, and that's the thing, isn't it? The whole season thing. Totally. I feel like. Yeah, these are these are the foundations that we're jumping off into the next phase as a mm. higher, better version of ourselves. But we wouldn't be there if we were the same person. Um, so it's like this exactly. is the stuff that's shaping us into being better, even though it feels very uncomfortable yeah. at the time. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 also the like the best, most interesting, happiest people. Because I think that is like I guess what I think the sort of meaning or like the the everyone's true purpose is to pursue some form of happiness and whatever that means to an individual so like the people who are the most interesting um and happy people that i find they're not the ones that i would see as the most successful so like what i've totally found um moving into my 30s has been that I've always judged myself based on other people's success. I've always looked to, you know, people, you know, people I was at high school with or, um, you know, um, friends and family and that sort of thing that I was sort of like, I'm similar to this person. Um, and I've always sort of been like, man, I'm not where they're at. I don't have a, a kid and a wife and a house. I'm not successful. I'm, I'm not where I should be. And I was like, man, I've got to get my life together. I've got to, um, you know, I've, I've got to, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not winning the way they're winning. And they're successful 
Mm. You know, and they're obviously so happy. The really funny thing is, is that I'm nearing this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm moving into this part of my life where I'm learning that I'm much happier than all these people, a lot of these people. Yes, yes, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm much, 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 much happier than them because, um, yeah, not naming names, but like I'll talk with them and, and they're, they got, you know, they got, they did a, they did an accounting degree, you know, uh, a commerce degree. They moved somewhere, they met someone, um, that person cheated on them, um, but they did buy a house, like an investment property. Um, you know, meanwhile, they've lost all their hobbies. They've let their bodies go. Their hair's fallen out. Um, and, and when I talk to them, they're quite miserable. They're quite miserable. And I'm thinking to myself, well, well then what, if I thought that you were wildly successful, um, what the hell is the meaning of all this? Like, like, yes. what, if you're, if, if you're not happy, then what the hell is the point? Yeah. Like what the hell was the point in you doing what everyone else wanted you to do? Yeah. Also, we didn't, ha- we weren't in the same race at all. We were never in the same race. Like, I'm talking to people who um, are dealing with all sorts of different like privileges and lack of privileges. Um, And for myself, you know, being, um, being a gay man has, has provided its own hurdles in terms of, um, you know, love and, uh, and relationships, whereas they sort of didn't have to have that. Um, And, but they were, they were working against, um, I don't know, being, um, Pacific Islander or Māori and and that came with its own challenges for them and their lives and their careers their relationships and um, same maybe what if you're a refugee what if you're disabled what if you're this or that none of us not any one of us is in the same race and it's funny because you and I find ourselves at a very similar place where you're you're going through this move and you are on a journey finding your purpose and what your um, what makes you happy and you're doing everything you can about it. I'm in a similar place. But again, my challenges, my life is very different to you and yours. Yeah. Um, you know, as a, as, a, as a female, I'm sure there's a lot of things that, um, like, I, I really try to wrap my brain around what it would be like to be a woman. And I just, I, I effing can't. Man. Like, honest to God, every time I talk to, like, a girl, I learn something new about how hard it is to be a girl. And I'm so disappointed that I'm such a shitty man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Trying to run with boobs is the, the best thing ever. N- never occurred to me. <laughs> yeah. Never occurred to me. It's a real ne- thing. Never. No, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> barely, barely an A cup at best. <laughs> That's a real problem. Um, I've, oh, I've got all these ideas now. I was just going to jump on the bandwagon about success because there yeah. were someone said to me, and this was so profound, um, that the most important thing in life is that you define your own meaning of success, right? Right. And isn't that so true? Because that's the thing, like most, like society says success is this, this, and this, but how many people who have those things do you know that are actually happy? And this is where the rant around social media kicks in for me in terms of people Mm. treating it in a negative way, because, you know, I know people who I'll spend an hour with and they'll just complain about their relationship or how terrible things are. And then the happy family snap that goes up on Facebook and, you know, and it would be so easy for like to sit and look at that and go, Oh, I wish I had that. And it's like, it's a lie. Yeah. 
It's a straight yeah. up lie. Um, but the other thing was there was a photographer that I discovered right at the start of my career. Who, her name's Jasmine Starr. I love her so much. She's American. And she talked about, like, she dropped out of law school and went and studied photography, like gut instinct, you know. Um, and she said that for her, so her mum had been diagnosed with brain cancer, like terminal. And she somehow managed to survive. It was this amazing miracle. But for her, her definition of success was being able to have lunch with her any day of the week. You know, because she wasn't tied into some job that she couldn't get away from. Like she, she had the, the ability to choose her own hours and her own lifestyle. And I love that yeah. because then every day mm. you get up and you're successful as opposed to this whole needing to earn it. Um, and I love that every conversation I have comes back to self-worth. Even purpose comes back to self-worth. And like you say, like looking at these jobs and even though you're more than qualified, having this question of doubt. And it's like, it just comes down to probably these blips of forgetting how valuable we are and how worthy we are. And it doesn't matter what the job is or what the partner is or what the money in the bank account is. It's, you cannot lose it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 100% agree with that. Yeah. No, I, um, I, the, the, the more I travel through life, the more I realize that at our very foundation and our core, and it lives in your stomach, doesn't it? It's like, it's physically in your stomach. Yeah. That is your, your self-worth and your sense of self-worth is fundamental to your happiness as a human being. It affects every aspect of our lives. Yeah. And if you don't have it, then you are totally screwed. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, it's so precious and it's so important, um, you know, and, and it's so formative, you know, how, how you're, what did, what the, um, have you seen the, uh, well, I love movie quotes, which is busting up movie quotes. <laughs> I, I do. And I, I live my life through movie quotes and um, quoting, quoting so friends, weirdly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> which is good, good and bad because, yeah, no, because I, in my head, I'm like, man, I don't have much shit together because I'm not one of like five friends who live in New York city and we drink coffee all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I just, my, my life is based on friends and I, I, it shouldn't be. Um, uh, uh, Perks of being a wallflower. Have yep. you seen that? Yes. Emma Thompson movie. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah. And there was, I was watching it with my boyfriend at the time and we, <laughs> we cried, like bawled our eyes out. Yeah. But at that point, it, there was something that was so poignant to us. And, and we were when we were at in our relationship, um, and that was um, you seek the love you feel you deserve. Yeah, but you know, and if you so, accept the if love, you, and if you, you yeah, if you feel like you deserve it, if you don't have that self worth, you're going to look for someone who treats you like shit because you feel like shit. So, like, if you have a really solid sense of self and self worth then you're actively going to look for someone who nourishes that and, and protects that and values that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I mean, you can translate that sense of self-worth to, to a career, to a job, um, to what we probably should be talking about, which is um, what is your purpose? What is your, what is your why? Have you, have you heard of Simon? Was it Simon Sinek? Simon? Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's been my big, that's been my big uh, epiphany. It's been my big sort of moment is um, he's written a book and he did a TED talk called It Starts With Why, um, which is 
really famous. It's re- it's it's a really simple concept, but it totally rings true. Yeah. Um, and I th- I think it's one of those things that if you actually stop, sit, meditate, <laughs> think about it, and investigate, really important that every human being should do because every anything good in this world, um, anything successful in this world starts with why, not what or how, yeah. but why. Like, what is your purpose? What what are you particularly good at, and why are you doing it? And then and yeah, it's a bit of a game changer. Okay, so when you ask yourself that question, what's the answer? Yeah, <laughs> damn it, I knew you. Were, I knew you were going to follow up for you that. I was like, up for damn me. it, I'm I'm exposing myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for me personally, um, yeah. So I, I've I've been taking a lot of time off. I've been going, you know, spending all the time at the beach, going camping, all sorts. I've been thinking about it. Read this book. Totally inspired. And um, my background uh, professionally was like when I, when I finished high school I did an outdoor education course uh, sort of like an outward bound style thing and there's a lot of sort of like holistic thinking and stuff that comes from that yeah. um, when you're briefing and debriefing with students and, and people that you're um, tutoring or, or um, teaching mm-hmm. and um, so I, I actually I think that's where a lot of my um, connectedness or spirit, that spiritual connectedness to mental health and um, um, holistic things I think that actually where it sort of stems from and um, my job was, I had this incredible job. So my first ever job was, um, I was 17. I moved to Italy. I was working for a New Zealand company who were doing incredible things with young American people. And they're on these tours throughout different countries. And so I'm, um, I moved, moved to Italy and uh, we were abseiling these students off these castles in Italy, huge, huge castles. And it's the scariest thing these kids have ever done in their lives. And we were, we were um, doing these presentations to kind of um, prior and afterwards to sort of brief and debrief with them about the benefits, um, the, the, the sort of fringe benefits of um, failure, of getting to know fear, um, you know, uh, stepping outside your comfort zone and, and the benefits of doing it and, and, and then sort of translating that for them to sort of project into their, into their, um, into their future. Um, and it was a really cool, high impact, fun day. And um, as a rookie going there young, um, you know, you'd maybe do a few presentations and that sort of thing. And that was where I sort of became really inspired by public speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I started training. I started like seeking out public speaking courses and the ways to be better at it, ways to increase my pay. Um, yep. And I went, I did that job for um, almost six years where um, I worked seasonally. So I'd, I'd work the summer in Italy travel work the summer in Australia um, in Hong Kong or Japan or something like that and then come home for the New Zealand summer and do something similar but it was always the public speaking part of it the connecting with young I'm and and I can say this right now my why my purpose is I'm really really good at connecting with young people I I am great at building that quick rapport in a one-on-one or in um or in a public setting I'm awesome at speaking with impact I can do that and I have tools and techniques and ways that I can, I've, I've you know, we, I used to talk to like um, six, 700 students at a time and it was epic. It was amazing. The adrenaline rush and the, it was exciting. And I, I, I was helping. I felt I've, as, as, a, as an 18, 19, 20 year old man, I felt like I was changing the world or making the world a better place. And 
when I kind of put that away, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's because there's not much money in being, um, there's not much money in the outdoor education gig. Um, it's very nomadic. You know, I was always moving around at the time that was about me, um, running away from dealing with my sexuality and, and how depressed I was becoming around that. So by the time I was sort of like, right, you need to go to uni and you need to settle down and you really need to get a girlfriend because everyone's going to start wondering about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, I got home, um, uh, started, well, attempted to study. Um, unfortunately, the earthquakes hit at that time in Christchurch. Mm-hmm. I was like, screw this, I'm out of here. Moved to Wellington. That was where I actually came out because I was sort of away from home and was sort of, you know, sitting with myself. Yeah. I got a job in advertising um, and then working through advertising, that's how I got into marketing, um, which sort of ipso facto sort of got me to um, somewhere where I am today. And um, the, the, the trouble there is that I sort of almost not forgotten, but I sort of let go of the, like the thing that actually brought me so much joy and that I connected so well with, um, you know, that this, it was my reason. It was my purpose. But I'm thinking that this journey has been really cool because um, and I'm, I'm looking at starting my own business and um, what, I wa- <laughs> what I want it to be is um, I want to change the culture or I want to facilitate the change of a culture at a school or an organization um, based, uh, around the changing the culture around mental health, suicide, bullying, yeah. sexuality. I want to be, I want to be a point of contact, not someone who comes in and does a presentation and goes, Hey, I was that dude who got married on TV. I hope you think I'm cool. I hope you think I'm cool and gay people are all right. And you know, don't kill yourself. Like, no, there has to be a completely fundamentally different approach because we know that what we're doing does not work. Mm -hmm. The way we're approaching mental health and suicide, like kids are killing themselves in our country. It was like 700 people, 700 people killed themselves last year. It's just not okay. It's just not okay. Yeah. So my tech, my take on it is that there needs to be more accountability. Um, and I think that you can, um, you can tell someone or present to someone, but I think what's even better, I think the next step up is about facilitation. And I'm, I'm, I'm good at facilitating the change of a culture in a workplace or um, especially with young people. And I think that um, I'm, well, I'm really excited about it because well, to bring it back to what we're talking about, I'm just talking about the business now, um, uh, is, is that, is that, that and really digging into what my why is, it's not what I'm doing. It's not how I'm doing it, but what is my why and starting there is that is how you get people to follow you that's how you become a leader that's like you can build momentum you can get buy-in you can inspire people when you start with your why and that is how companies have changed the world that is how politicians have like um created movements that is how you know um industries change everything you know it's we it's only when they start with why are you doing what you're doing? Not what or how. I'm going to stop talking. I'm talking too much. <laughs> there is no such thing, all right? No such thing. However, I'm just mindful of you know, You know damn well there is such a thing as me talking well, too a, much. a podcast is a good time, though, for you to talk. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, okay, that's true. Awesome. That, 
so we've discovered your why. Excellent. Yeah, that I, I, I feel like I have, and I'm obviously really excited about what my why is. The, the, the trouble now is like, I need to start, um, I need to start motivating myself to find out how I do things. Um, what, what are the next steps? And I don't know. I don't know how to run a business. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to do any of those things, but I know that I can find out. So um, watch the space for me. We'll see what happens. So exciting. That's the perfect mm. role for you. can see it. And you think? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, is it, I, this is going to, might sound a bit selfish, but I want to be abundant. Like I want, I don't, I don't want at this point to be poor. <laughs> no, I'm not, I, I'm just, uh, I'm not willing to do that. And I don't want to be some struggling entrepreneur that's trying to change the world with a good idea. But I just, I don't know how the idea is going to, yeah. um, you know, how do I make that idea a reality? But be be abundant and be profitable i'm not scared of those words you know because i deserve it i'm worthy of you know of i'm worthy of of all that yeah and i love this because firstly two minute noodles are not good so you know <laughs> no one wants to eat them secondly this is something that's so important to talk about in this entrepreneurial world because we have this weird stuff about money and about receiving money. And actually when you get into business, you know, your self-worth goes hand in hand with your ability to receive money. So it's like, you've actually got to, that's what, if you, if you don't truly value who you are and what you do, you will go under. Mm. You've got to ask mm. for money and you've got to put a price on yourself, which is, you know, you learn a lot in the beginning, but also the way that I look at it too, is that I, like, I love that you say leader too, um, because I also, want to be a leader and I'm not here to play small right I want impact I want massive impact I can't create that impact if I am broke and sick and not able to look after myself and stressing out about yep. basic things I need abundance yep. so that I can mm. have everything covered so that I can outsource as much as possible so that we you know we can do what we are here to do yeah yeah a hundred percent like totally and I, I i believe you when you say that I, I i love that you're articulating that with such um gumption it's great yeah 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 well that's the thing i mean i guess and it comes back to purpose which is good because mm. it's the topic of this podcast good but, i um, love that we keep coming back to the topic because <laughs> it's important by I, accident i actually said to my, I, I said no no i said to myself i'm like don't forget to go back to the topic and don't talk to me much because i hated listening to myself in the last one i was just i was like was i drunk i loved listening to you you were probably delirious from heat stroke in the car that genuinely <laughs> though actually that was very uncomfortable in, in that car just sweating sweating <laughs> yeah like but anyway but yeah no it is it is about purpose and it is about um i think if you keep coming back to that then um that is going to motivate you every day to be abundant which is totally okay you know like i think there's this weird thing in the world um i did i did work for a company at one point um and we we're offering a product it was um, it was a creative entertainment business and so we had human-based entertainment so performers and that sort of thing that we were customizing for an event and um every day i had people calling being like hey i work for a non-for-profit and we were thinking that if you came, it'd be great exposure. And I was like, no, 
no, piss <laughs> off. It's like five plus GST because I need to like pay the bills. I need to pay the performers. What are you talking about? Yeah. And so I got really sort of over non-for-profits. And I'm like, what is wrong with profitability? Yeah. There is nothing wrong because like you said, when you're profitable, you actually are in a better position to have more impact, have more effect and have more like, yeah, more control yeah. around the world and helping others. Um, totally. I've just, the, jo the job I've just left, I was working for a multi, multi-millionaire, a very, very rich man. Um, and I adored him. I absolutely adored him because he was motivated by changing the way Aucklanders live. Um, he was doing something about it. He had really strong morals and ethics um, around sustainability and, um, and uh, the materials that we were using and all that sort of thing and, and, and different uses of technology and stuff. Um, and he was, he's the most generous, and I, I can't say this word, so this is going to be fun. Philanthropy? Philanthropic? 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 You know what I'm saying. He's a philanthropist. Yeah, yeah. I can't say it. Um, <laughs> he's a very generous guy. And, um, and what I, I, I remember talking to him and he said, Jono, don't ever forget what I'm about to tell you. We were just sitting down. He said, money does not make you happy. Money does not make anyone happy. But, you know, he could have, he's had an impact on, a, on a, and he's creating a huge community um, of people who are benefiting from his profit and from his generosity. Um, and uh, yeah, and I, I guess, again, we could pull that back to it because he's pursuing his passions, his purpose, um, which is, it was very inspiring to me to work, um, to work for him. So it was cool. I think that's the mm. important thing too, is that, your purpose, like you're meant to be abundant. We're all meant to be abundant. We're not meant to be struggling. Mm. But again, the culture that we've bought into, and it's, I think that so much of actually going after your why requires courage, so much courage, because hardly anyone does. Most people mm. think, oh, that job will pay well, cool, I only have to work nine to five, um, then I can get that mortgage, and then I can, and that's how they think. They don't think, what am I here for? Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. they think, how am I going to pay bills? And it's such a different yeah. way. I think that's why probably you and I both look at most people and go, that doesn't really feel like where we belong. <laughs> yeah, it, no. It's never I, 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 do, I, I, t I totally look at my life and I look at, like I said, I was like looking at other people and, you know, and that they were running their race and I was running my race. And I, I'm, oh, I'm feeling a bit emotional even just thinking about it, but like, I've been so harsh on myself, so, so harsh on myself, not having all the things that other people do have. Yeah. But then when I look back on my life, it has been so rich, full of love and fano and laughter and amazing friends and family. I've, I've, I, I've, I've traveled the world six times before I was 23. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been involved in things that have been completely life-changing. And it has been so rich and exciting. And, you know, my biggest fear in life was that I, I just, I never wanted to be boring, you know? And I think mm -hmm. if I died tomorrow, if I got really sick tomorrow, I'd be like, do you know what? I've had a better life than most. And I'm really, really, really proud of myself. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm really, really proud of myself. 
I'm really proud of myself because um, it doesn't matter what I have at this point. A hundred years from now, no one's going to give a shit about what car I'm driving or, um, or, or whatever, you know, or what clothes I'm wearing or how many Instagram followers I have. What people are going to give a shit about is, is the impact that I've had on my nieces and nephews, you know, and the love that I've shown them and the sense of humor that I've, you know, instilled into them and the sense of confidence because I believed in them, you know, and I'm here for them. I was supporting them like a hundred years from now, that might really matter, but that's about it. And, and that, and that comes from me having this amazing, beautiful life and outlook and, you know, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I didn't think I was going to say this, but it's just, it's, uh, um, this is my, this is my expression of self-love for me. That's, this is, this is, that's, this is me loving who I am. And it was a, it was a 30 year long journey to get there. So it, yeah, it makes me a bit emo. Sorry. It's <laughs> not emo. That's beautiful. And I think too, on that is not understating the impact and not underestimating how much we actually impact people because not everyone says it though. Right. But for example, mm. The way you have impacted me now after our first podcast and I got on a plane and it was one of those surreal, like everything was just amazing. Right. So I was on such a high. I was like, Oh my God, I just got to hang out with Jono. That was amazing. And I get to the <laughs> airport. Right. And I walk up and there are no queues and I walk right through and there's no queue and security and I get the perfect seat by the window and there's no one next to me and all these things just unfolded. Right. And I remember we were flying above the clouds. <laughs> there's a point to my story. I promise. Um, this is great. There, though? <laughs> no, you're just, yeah, you're just, really painting a picture I'm I'm living for it keep going yeah and because I had the podcast on my phone right so I listened to it all the way back to Wellington and we were flying it was the most amazing night above the clouds I took photos they're still on my phone um and I like remember thinking oh my gosh this is my why this is what I'm here for is to create these conversations these connections and you the boosting confidence that I had from being like, honestly, that I just messaged you on Instagram and you were so amazing and to be able to meet you and have that and like have you open up like that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Like, this is what I'm here for. So that's how you, you impacted me after spending two hours with you and like a well, massive play, you know. <laughs> I, that thank, like, thank you for saying that. I, I can tell you right now that you're, you are way more skilled and 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 capable than i think even you know like like 100 percent. you are a fantastic listener you really listen to what people say and you reflective listen that is a skill that i know interviewers tv personalities everything they still don't have still haven't mastered that like absolutely and it comes innately to you um and you so you, you listen to people are saying and they flip on what they've just said and it makes people feel heard which makes you an amazing um, person to be doing podcasts. You're an amazing person to be connecting with people. You are clearly passionate and you are experienced. You've had a really rough journey, um, you know, and a, a really, um, I don't know. I just, I really love meeting people who sort of turn positivity out of negativity. And, um, you know, you've been incredible at that. Like, I think that you've found your why. What I would love to see is you, kind of shooting for the stars yeah. you know like like because I think that there's almost like you know when like they uh, like a flea circus and it's like you jump in they jump in the jar and then you take the lid off and they will only ever jump that high yeah 
I feel like that's, I see you sort of jumping that high, but I'm like, legitimately go to the top and be an amazing interviewer, you know? And I could see you with your own show, with your own, or with your own business, with your own company, with your own channel, with your, you know, with viral videos. And I don't know, whatever you want. I don't know what it is, but like you, you have, you have, like I said, you have all the ingredients to bake a cake. So you should, <laughs> you should bake the cake. Amen, brother. Amen. I'm writing that down. Mm. That, that should go on a t-shirt as well. Um, I actually feel like as part of this podcast, what I want to do is make t-shirts with like quotable things that people say. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea. Um, amazing. Now, Hey, you need to go cause you need to pack up your house. <laughs> I do. I'm moving. I'm moving today and you can see that I've done so much work. No, I haven't. <laughs> but you've just saved the world here. So that's all good. <laughs> oh, whatever. It, it was nice to sit down and pretend like I had something to do and I, I really just need to be packing. I really do. Um, I'm also. I'm actually. My sister just had a baby. She had a beautiful baby girl, yes, and they are moving. Um, they are moving, and so she said, "Come hang out, and uh, we'll watch the Super Bowl." And then I was like, "Cool, yeah, I'd love to." And she was like, "Hey, can you make macaroni and cheese?" <laughs> <laughs> love it. But yeah, you got it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, as usual, you're amazing. Thank you so much for your vulnerability and your insights and just how epic you are in the world. No, uh, it's, it's, it's my genuine pleasure to talk to you, Mon. You're, you're an awesome person. Keep doing what you're doing. Right back at you. And then we'll have a All right, we'll round three in like a month or something. Sounds good. <laughs> Why not? Why not? See, see we'll, we'll keep track of where we're at. Yeah, amazing. All right, take care. Thank you so much, my friend. You too. See you soon.